0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, June 10th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the flap between Democrats and Representative Ilhan Omar. Number two, where things stand in the Senate on a ton of different big legislative projects, and number three, a full circle moment for Elise Stefanik and former President Donald Trump. All right, Jake, there has been some drama and internal fighting. Wait for it. Not among Republicans, which is what we've seen for the past several months, but actually between Democrats and one of their own, Ilhan Omar.
1: That's right, Ilhan Omar on uh, Monday posted a tweet that said, "We have to have the same accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity." We have seen unthinkable aso- atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. I asked Secretary uh, Antony Blinken where people are supposed to go for justice. Now, you know, I, Democrats were upset that she's basically equating Hamas, um, Israel and the United States, and Afghanistan, and the Taliban, uh, and that is obviously a um, not something that a lot of uh, House Democrats would say, uh, or a lot of members of Congress broadly, and so uh, a group of 12 uh, Jewish Democrats, House Democrats, put out a statement asking her to uh, clarify her words, and it's a pretty amazing statement in the sense that you don't usually see this. You don't usually see Um, House Democrats issuing big statements against one of their own, against other House Democrats. So Ilhan Omar shot back and said... I mean, it was amazing. She basically uh, said, you know, why didn't you come talk to me? And said the Islamic tropes in the statement are offensive and the constant harassment and silencing from the signers of this letter is unbearable. Now, what are the impacts here? First of all, the House is coming back. and They're already, Democrats are already at open war. Uh, You could bet your bottom dollar that House Republicans are going to jump on this. No question about it. I I would guess that that, uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, the House Republican leader, will force a vote on stripping Ilhan Omar her uh, Foreign Affairs Committee seat, and and that would be a nasty, nasty vote. Uh, for a lot of House Democrats.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where we've focused so much in the past several months on kind of the Republican infighting, whether it was what's happening with the latest on Marjorie Taylor Greene and offensive statements she's saying, or what happened between Liz Cheney getting ousted from House Republican leadership. And now you see kind of this drama unfolding. And I feel like this has been on the fringes for a while. I mean, this is not the first dust up that they have had over how Ilan Omar frames this This issue. But it is going to be something also, you know, how does Nancy Pelosi handle it? Because it's this is not going to just be something that's going to be at the member to member level. Clearly, things are, you know, kind of going to move up, I think, pretty quickly to the House Democratic leadership level. I think that's right. Yep. All right. Let's move on to number two story of the day. There has been so many things happening in the Senate where you have Chuck Schumer going big and bold, but he is running into this headline, which I love in Punchbowl News, am into McConnell's Nah and Nope. What is happening, Jake? Yeah, that's a that's a John
1: Bresnahan um, headline special there. You know, House and Senate, you know, work basically is always a fight in the leadership. It's always a big kind of brawl between the two leaders, and right now Mitch McConnell's just getting the better of Chuck Schumer. Can't blow up the filibuster. Uh, Gun talks, gun control talks collapsed. Jackie Rosen of Nevada said, told the Washington Post that she's not interested in in blowing up the filibuster. She later walked that back. But what a strange episode for Senate Democrats. Uh, Mark Kelly refused to back changes to the filibuster uh, in in a conversation with Liz Landers of of Vice News. So, you know, just things are going McConnell's way at the moment if you're judging by by. Facts. (laughs) Facts. <laughs> I hate to say it. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think what's interesting here too, though, is I mean, the, so this is just there's so much happening, and basically Schumer is running up against the 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 structures of the building of the rules, and whether it's all of the things you just mentioned, or even infrastructure. You know, President Joe Biden's next biggest. Uh, agenda item and election reform, a basically one of the biggest uh, issues that Democrats feel like is an existential crisis for them as a party. Both of those things are essentially stalled. Yes, this G20 group of senators is continuing to talk, but it's very hard to see Democrats being able to find ten Republican votes for an infrastructure bill at this time. You know, John Cornyn basically you know poured a lot of cold water on that yesterday as well. So that means they're going to be going down reconciliation with his you know fifty Democratic votes alone. It's going to be super tough. I mean, I think on all of these issues, he faces very little room for maneuvering. And thanks to McConnell, you know, his Republican flank has really stayed with him on all of these issues.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, And uh, I mean, listen, we're going into a critical period here, right? I mean, we're going into just one of the busiest legislative, we've said this before, we'll say it again, (laughs) one of the biggest legislative periods in recent memory. And um, so, Time is of the essence and strength, frankly, is of the essence.
0: Definitely. I think the other thing just to say real quickly is the fact that there are a couple bright spots, whether that looks at some of this police reform uh, negotiations where it does seem like that's moving in the right direction with Senator Scott reviewing text from legislative counsel at the moment. Uh, And you also have, which was interesting, uh, immigration reform, which had been kind of simmering in the back burner. We hadn't heard much about it. But uh, Dick Durbin, the Senate majority whip, did hold a meeting on that. Uh, yesterday. And it was, you know, I think with all the readouts that we've gotten is it was a fairly productive meeting. I'm not sure that means a deal is imminent, but definitely, you know, a couple other things. If they needed anything more on their plate, there's a couple other things to be watching as well. Let's move on to the number three story of the day, the Bedminster beat. Elise Stefanik raises more than a quarter million with former President Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, this is a full circle moment for the House Republican Conference. Um, Liz Cheney was booted out of leadership because she didn't like Trump enough. Now now we have Elise Stefanik, the new House Republican Conference chair in Bedminster, New Jersey, with the president of the United States, raising more than a quarter million dollars um and uh quite the event here the uh, i think that um uh, donald trump i don't think donald trump held a round table took photos and interestingly enough some of liz cheney's (laughs) former biggest donors were in attendance this is the cameraers who own the jackson hole mountain resort in wyoming i've never been to jackson hole and i i think maybe i think we should have a a punch bowl news retreat in Jackson Hole. If that's put it on the okay list, of need to put that on the list of things that we might want to do in the future. Um So that's also just kind of a little broadside, I would imagine, from from Stefanik and Trump to Liz Cheney.
0: I mean, it's kind of stunning, honestly. There's not a lot more to say here, but I just do think where you look at where the Republican Conference is for anybody who says Donald Trump is not the current leader. Uh, of the Republican Party. I think examples like this just underscore exactly how closely House Republicans continue to align themselves with the former president. Uh, You kind of can't have more of a bear hug than that. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.